0: Letters 4 through 6 of The Power of Sympathy or the Triumph of Nature Founded in Truth by William Hill Brown. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Letter 4. Miss Harriet Fawcett to Miss Myra Harrington. Boston i have somehow bewitched a new lover my dear myra a smart clever fellow too and the youth expresses such fondness and passion that i begin to feel afraid even to pity him for love will certainly follow i own to you i esteem him very much but must i go any farther he is extremely generous polite gay and I believe if you were to see him, your partiality in his favor would exceed mine. I never saw my poor swain so seemingly disconcerted and abashed as he was a few days ago. He appeared to have something very particular to communicate, but his tongue faltered. Ought not one to help out a modest youth in such cases? Yours, etc. Letter 5.
1: Miss Myra Harrington to Mrs. Holmes, Boston Are the rural pleasures of Bellevue, my dear friend, so engaging as to debar us of the pleasure of your company for ever? Do your dear groves and your books still employ your meditating mind? Serious sentimentalist as you are, let me ask whether a ball, a concert, or serenade would not afford you the satisfaction of a contemplative walk in your garden— LISTENING TO THE LOVE-TALES OF THE MELODIOUS INHABITANTS OF THE AIR. Raillery APART, WHEN SHALL I TAKE UPON MYSELF THE HONOR TO WAIT UPON YOU HERE? I WANT TO ADVISE WITH YOU ON CERTAIN POINTS OF FEMALE CONDUCT, AND ABOUT MY NEW DRESS. I HAVE HEARD YOU SAY LESSONS TO A VOLATILE MIND SHOULD BE FRESH AND FRESH APPLIED, BECAUSE IT EITHER PRETENDS TO DESPISE THEM, OR HAS A TENDENCY TO DEGENERACY. "'Now you must know I am actually degenerating "'for want of some of your mentor-like lessons of instruction. "'I have scarcely any opinion of my own. "'These fashions, changing about so often, "'are enough to vitiate the best taste in the world. "'I forgot to tell you my brother has been at home this month, "'but from certain indubitable symptoms "'I suspect the young man to be in love. "'Hey ho, what has become of worthy? "'The time of my liberty steals away.' For you know, I was to have three or four months of liberty before I gave myself up to his authority and relinquished all my right and title to the name of Harrington.
2: Letter six. Harrington to Worthy, Boston. Abashed, confounded, defeated, I waited upon my beloved with my head well furnished with ready made arguments to prevail on her to acquiesce to my benevolent schemes she never appeared so amicable grace accompanied every word she uttered and every action she performed think my love said i in a tone something between sighing and tears and took her hand in a very cordial manner think my love on your present unhappy menial situation in the family of mrs francis i enlarged on the violence of my passion expatiated most metaphysically on our future happiness and concluded by largely answering objections shall we not continued i obey the dictates of nature rather than confine ourselves to the forced unnatural rules of and shall the halcyon days of youth slip through our fingers unenjoyed do you think worthy i said this to harriet not a syllable of it it was impossible my heart had the courage to dictate but my rebellious tongue refused to utter a word it faltered uh, stammered hesitated there is a language of the eyes and we conversed in that language and though i said not a word with my tongue she seemed perfectly to understand my meaning for she looked and i comprehended it as well as if she had said is the crime of dependence to be expiated by the sacrifice of virtue and because i am a poor unfortunate girl must the little i have be taken from me no my love answered i passionately it shall not be of all those undescribable things which influences the mind and which are most apt to persuade none is so powerful an orator so feeling eloquent as beauty i bow to the all-conquering force of harriet's eloquence and what is the consequence i am now determined to continue my address on a principle the most just and the most honourable how amiable is that beauty which has its foundation in goodness reason cannot contemplate its power with indifference wisdom cannot refrain from enthusiasm and the sneering exertions of wit cannot render it ridiculous there is a dignity in conscious virtue that all my independence cannot bring me to despise and if it be beauty that subdues my heart it is this that completes the triumph it is here my pompous parade and all my flimsy subterfuges appear to me in their proper light in fine i have weighed matters maturely and the alternative is Harriet must be mine, or I miserable without her. I have so well weighed the matter that even this idea is a flash of joy to my heart. But, my friend, after the lightning comes the thunder. My father is mortally averse to my making any matrimonial engagement at so early a period. This is a bar to my way, but I must leap over it. Adieu. End of letters four to six.